Hi, this is Bob Fredette. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 1 of Inside Pitch. Hey, this is Jack Rogers. Hello, this is Olivia Valerio. This is Chris Hughes. This is Abby Bennett. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. With Bob Fredette and Tom Hall of Fame Haley. Wow. It's all brand new. It's a fresh season. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. And welcome back to Inside Pitch. We are back after a lengthy hiatus after the uh, soccer season and field hockey season and football season. And we have a lot of ground to cover today. We're going to be talking about uh, winter sports, basketball for boys and girls, and boys and girls hockey. But before we go any farther, I want to introduce to you Adam O'Coin. He is the new me, only younger and better. And uh, he's, he has taken over as sports editor here. Uh, Adam, congratulations and welcome. Thank you, Bob. Uh, yeah, some, um, it's, uh, I got some big shoes to fill um, with, uh, with, with Bob um, uh, retiring here. But, uh, I mean, I'm excited for the challenge, and, uh, and I'm excited to get this going, you know? Good. Well, best of luck to you. And don't worry, they're not big shoes. They're just <laughs> old shoes that have been around for a long time. That's all. So. <laughs> Tom Haley. Well, I glad that we are right on the edge of hoops. It's here, and actually, I have a game as early as Thursday night. Is that a, a question? In, Bob, in Catholic school, they would ball you off. Bob Abrahamson <laughs> tip-off classic involving Proctor, the host, Twinfield, Twin Valley, and Pulteney. And Proctor Athletic Director and boys basketball coach Jake Eaton is billing it as a Division Four showcase with four of the best boys basketball teams in the state. I would agree with that. If he had said the four best, I would disagree with it because I think Danville has got to be in the top four with Ian Steele. Returning, I think they're a playoff contender, but it definitely, the Bob Abe is one, uh, uh, it is a showcase of four of the best teams in the state. A lot of people are surprised. Ian Steele is still there. They thought he would run off to Vermont Academy or maybe six, seven miles down the road to St. Johnsbury Academy, but he's still at Danville, and that makes them a big threat, and I'm looking forward to that tournament. Uh, beginning Thursday evening. All right. Too bad Danville won't be there, but it sounds like just about everybody else. It, everybody everybody in the, else in the division I would say will that. be there. So yeah, in West Rutland, you saw them. Oh, I mean, yes. they're going to be okay too, right? West Rutland will be okay. Yeah. Yes, they will. Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I want to dive right into boys basketball because I saw three scrimmages this past week, and the, one of the things that really stood out, and I'm saying one because quite a few did, is that I think people will be surprised at Otter Valley. Otter Valley graduated just about everybody, but uh, they scrimmaged West Rutland the other day. They play an exciting brand of basketball. They run like their hair is on fire. Uh, they shoot threes, they work inside out, and they're always on the move. And uh, I think that Mike Stark has got a, a good program on his hands, and I think if it's not a, a team that, that does knock off some big teams this year, there'll be some that we're going to be watching and looking at this group for a couple of years to come anyway here. So 
a very exciting team. Uh, Don and Mill River, and I'm just going to capsulize things here just for the sake of getting us through here. Veteran team, a lot of athletes. Not the most polished team that you're going to see, but they're going to be very exciting. Aiden Body is in his third year running the offense. He's improved. He's looking good. I think that uh, Mill River is going to uphold that fine uh, tradition of uh, Division II teams duking it out in Rutland County. It's going to be very exciting. Um, MSJ, I think the guy to watch this year, even though we're all looking at Jake Williams because he's 6'5", the guy who's really going to make them go, I think, is going to be Keegan Chadburn. He plays a very good inside-outside game. He's a big, strong kid who can score inside-out, get rebounds. Uh, and I think that that's going to take a lot of pressure off Andrew Prunty, who's going to be the new point guard this year. Uh, we'll keep things off uh, Mike Williams back because he's or Jake Williams back. I think he's going to be developing, and it will be more of a rim protector. But uh, MSJ has not lost an awful lot, even though they lost an awful lot. So I think MSJ is going to be right in the mix this year. So um, finishing up with Division Two, Fairhaven. Fairhaven is going to run a lot this year. Uh, it's a team that has got a lot of good skill players. Uh, Aubrey Ramey, obviously, is a senior leader on that team. Uh, Joe Gannon at 6'5 in the middle is a senior leader on that team. Um, uh, Colby Murray is an outstanding passer, and he's another guy who plays with his hair on fire, and he's going to really make them go. But they run a lot. It's far, far, far from the old Bob Prenovos posted up, you know, play the shot clock with an egg timer and just kind of move along that way. It's going to be a completely different look. Even a 72-year-old coach can adapt Even a 72 to his personnel. Absolutely, and he has done that. And one of the guys you got to watch, and I guarantee you this could be a starter before December is out, is Sawyer Ramey, who is a freshman. Mm-hmm. And he's got a Lions game in Bambi's body right now. But he, the kid, knows what to do. He's very knowledgeable pass the ball, shoot the ball, you know, just do very unselfish things. And that's going to be the hallmark, I think, of this Fairhaven team this year. They're going to be very unselfish. They're going to work together. They're going to play hard. They're going to play a bunch of kids. And although I think Bob Prenovos is going to soft pedal what he thinks they may do, they will be a power in Division Two this year. And I uh, thought that this summer in Legion that Sawyer Ramey was an uh, athlete uh, ahead of his years. He is. Yeah. He is. He's well, you know, his father when his father gives him props for knowing more about baseball than he does. Yeah. I think that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I sure think it says a lot for what the kid's intellectual ability and right. IQ for the game is. So yep. uh, and that's that's something I think that you're gonna see in that in that team is they're gonna be very flexible, they're gonna move the ball around an awful lot, and they're not gonna give a darn who scores. And that's that's gonna be very, very good for them, I think. It's gonna just get the most out of their ability. Um, another team that's going to be like that is going to be Green Mountain. Okay, uh, even though they're doing some, they've got some changes making uh, made this year and everything, and uh, it's a whole different personnel package. They have five or six kids who graduated, and I think that they're a team that's going to play very cohesive basketball and and spread things around quite a bit. So that's it's going to be an exciting game down there. I haven't spoken to Springfield yet, although I'm I'm talking to them today, but uh, I know they've got a few good players back and I know that Springfield is going to do a lot. They're going to try to do a lot to get into that Division 2 conversation because they're not in there. And I think they're capable of being in there. Uh, even if it's on a growing year under Mike Hat this year, I think they're capable of doing some good things and uh, they've taken their lumps. So I think maybe they're ready to grow a little bit. Um, Let's see, where else am I going to go here? Proctor. Proctor, with all the three-point shooters that they got, 
you're not going to see a bunch of three-point shooting. Right. They're a team that's going to run. They've got four really good ones. They, have, they do, but they can run, and, yeah. and they can move. They, even their bigger guys like, you know, Solomon Parker, yep. uh, Connor McKeeran, uh, those kids, they run the floor, and I think that's going to be something that Proctor, that's how they're going to solve the inside scoring problem because they, they don't have a legitimate post-up guy. Uh, Nate Greb is gone. Uh, jo, uh, uh, Jacob Pluson is gone. They don't have a kid taller than about six feet. So Which I would think be Solomon, right? It's I Solomon probably. Parker. Yeah, but the other day Solomon Parker popped out and hit a tray. Wow. So you you got to look at those guys and, right. and what they're going to be doing as far as motion is concerned. Uh, Jake says they got to work harder and be tougher than everybody else. And if you're playing for Jake, you have got to play hard and play tough because yep. he believes in that. At, at really, at any level, no matter what your what your package is. Jake is going to have you playing hard and tough, or otherwise you'll be sitting hard and tough and long, and I don't think anybody wants to do that at Proctor in a year when they could be a very good team in this Division Four package here. Pulteney, well, I'll tell you what. Pulteney has stepped it up because you got Levi Allen back, and Levi Allen is just so fast and plays with such intensity. Uh, they're a team that has some good kids anyway. Uh, you know, Caden Capman is another good kid that they have at the guard. But when you put when you put Levi in there, that's really going to change things, and it's going to make them a step faster than they have been, and they're going to work really, really hard. So I, uh, I anticipate them having a good year and just really going hard at it. So another exciting team to watch around here. I would think Caden uh, Capman and Levi Allen, who of course wasn't there last year because of injury, having that that's probably as good of of, of backcourt tandem as you you're going to see in Division Four. Ah, uh, well, in Division Four, absolutely, pretty good, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Although you know, when you look at Tyler Serrani at West Rutland, and you know, and they've got the they've got the ability to to right. have a really good package too. And 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 Laughlin, uh, uh, he bounces outside for West Rutland off a lot and shoots the tray. So yeah. it's that's another versatile group here that's going to be and 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 hungry too. After after getting knocked out last year, I think they're very very hungry. So and and Pulteney losing in the finals, they're very hungry too. So Division Four basketball is going to be strong once again here. Right. So um, wrapping it up, I did mention I think everybody except for Black River, which it surprised me when I was talking to to Donnie this morning, uh, Donnie Richards, that that he's a, he's very optimistic, and these kids are well a couple things going on at Black River. Okay, first of all. This is very likely the last boys varsity team Black River will, will field because baseball does not look good. And right. that's one of the things that the coach was saying to me this morning. Baseball does not look very positive for them this spring. So these kids think it could be their last hurrah. Uh, a lot of youth on that team. He's got a freshman point guard. Uh, he's got some, uh, some other kids who are capable of scoring. He's got one of the bigger teams that Black River has seen in quite some time, the biggest team that Donnie is, is fielded down there. So I think they're, they're enthusiastic. They want to go out proudly. They want to give the school really good representation their last year of playing basketball. And, it, they'll, and they could be competitive. And uh, it seems how much how they grow. As long as they can take care of the basketball and stay out of foul trouble, they'd like to run, but they only have nine people in the program. And... A lot of them are going to be fresh. A couple of them are going to be freshmen, and those are going to be kids who are going to be benefiting somebody else's program next year. But uh, Don wants them to get the benefit of a good year of experience and learning and playing together on a team. And uh, Black River, you know, whatever they do, they're going to go out. They're going to go down scrapping. 
They're, they're going to go down fighting all the way. So I think that's going to be exciting. Basketball in the county looks very exciting this year. I, I'm very I excited know. to watch boys basketball. So, I agree. Um, I think it's going to be very, very entertaining. And I, I don't think, you know, wherever you go around here, wherever you're buying a ticket, you're going to see some kids who are really, really working hard. It should be a lot of fun, I think. So, oh, yeah, no so. question. Uh, it is going to be a great year. And uh, I think the same on the girls' side. You know, Adam McCoy and I were in uh, Fairhaven Gym, and I, I, I did follow the crackers. You did follow the back. <laughs> I did follow yeah. the crackers back. Yeah. Followed my way back to Rutland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it, was, it was an un unbelievable scrimmage. Uh, three state champions uh, in a four-school scrimmage. You had uh, West Rutland, the D4, uh, state champion. You had uh, Thetford, the D3 state champion, and then the Slaters themselves, the D2 state titleists. So three three of the state's four uh, state champs in that scrimmage, and it was a good scrimmage. And uh, Thetford and uh, Fairhaven went at it. Thetford was actually ahead at the half, and then uh, Fairhaven just killed them. They whooped them in the second half, but uh, Thetford coach Eric Ward told me he did not have two of his starters there. Thetford is going to be a real player in uh, D3. In fact, I can't really decide uh, who I want on the number one line uh, when I'm ranking the teams in the preseason between Thetford and Windsor. Uh, but Thetford is definitely going to be a player and then they can be a tie, Tom. It's okay. You can do ties and power rankings. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's why they're power rankings. I don't think you can, but we can. We'll argue that one from from now until eternity. And then uh, I think West Rutland has got to be the favorite in D four. Not a huge favorite, but the favorite. Hello, my name is Adam McCoyne, new sports editor at the Rolling Herald, and you're listening to Inside Pitch. Brought to you by our season sponsor the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. Well, D4 is competitive. D4 is and competitive. West Rutland has got a lot. I, I Proctor has all five starters back. Pro, yeah. And they're, they're all good. They're all good. They're five really good players. And then uh, third team I've got, Blue Mountain. And the fourth team I've got as a team that has moved down from D3. Hazen Union. They went 19-1 in D3. Uh, they were the top seed, got upset by Oxbow in the first round, lost three really good starters, but they've got enough back that I have them as my fourth team in, uh, in D4 right now. Of course, in Rutland County, we are used to having uh, that triangle of West Rutland, Proctor, and MSJ, and we've been fond of saying for a number of years that you can throw a hat over those three teams. People down at MSJ, you prove me wrong if you want, if you can, but I think that West Rutland and Proctor this year have separated themselves uh, from, the, from MSJ. In fact, Adam, you're going to see MSJ and West Rutland right off the bat, uh, so we'll get an idea of MSJ, and if they can measure up the way they usually do, but I don't think so. I mean, they're going to be okay, 
but I've got my top four right now as uh, Westside Proctor, Blue Mountain, and Hazen Union. Okay. And Fairhaven is going to be wicked good in D2. Riley Kaluti is, uh, has over 700 points as a junior. She's going to fill up the basket, but they've got a lot to go with her. You know, I thought I thought Kerrigan DeSorta gave them a spark the, the day we saw them over there, but they got, they'll have five good players on the floor at all times, so they're going to be good. And then uh, we don't have a lot around here in D1, of course. That's the geographic quirk of... Uh, of Division One in our neck of the woods, but uh, Rutland is coming off a 13-7 and seven season in which they followed that up by winning a first-round playoff game, but they lost the only 1,000-point scorer in program history in Elise Magro, who is uh, collecting Little East Conference Player of the Week awards in a way they should name the award after her, and uh, but uh, but so they got a lot. But I I think Rutland's going to be okay. They need a point guard, don't they? Yeah, I I, I mean yeah, I mean they got pieces. Riley Burgess is a is big kid and underneath, and uh, although they're going to miss Leah Sharon there, but and and Kendra Sabaka, and they got a lot of other pieces too. Uh, Makaya Hendrickson, they're going to be okay. I don't think they're going to match the thirteen and seven, but I, I, I think they'll be a fun team to watch. Okay, okay, I think they will be. Obviously, yeah. they'll be well coached. They will be. Nothing else, and it's nice to have a good. And, and Nate's going to coach them differently. It's going to be um, a little different, uh, as he put it. Uh, Elise Magra was very ball dominant, and they, I think they're going to they're going to run the floor and spread it around more, and a lot more different people are going to get shots. So it'll be a different look. And uh, I think they'll do okay. Okay, I think so too. I, I, but they need that penetrator to take right. advantage of the. And then in the Otter Valley, you talk about the Otter Valley boys as being a surprise. I'll talk about the Otter Valley girls as being a surprise. I have actually have. They've never won a state title. They've never even been to a state final in their history. History of Otter Valley girls basketball. Never been to one. But I've got this team going to Barry as the fourth seed. Uh, I think they're going to be really good um, and uh, a, a definite surprise, just like the boys. Well, Tom, you've got the entire basketball season all charted out. It's, when well, we start baseball? But this is the fun <laughs> part. But this is the fun part. It yeah. won't come out that way. <laughs> this is the fun part. Yeah. There's a surprise yeah. around every corner. And there'll be someone to let you know. Yep. <laughs> but... Uh, I, I, I do think that, um, you know, Fairhaven is above them, of course. Lake Region, which moves down from two to three, just like Otter Valley does, uh, they'll be above them. I forget who I had as a third team, but, but I've got them as a fourth. So, uh, which in Otter Valley's case would be uncharted territory, something people haven't seen around there in a long time. Okay. Um, let's see. We we covered it. Uh, oh, uh, how about Mill River, Pulteney, Springfield, Green Mountain? Those teams. Yeah, Green Mountain. Uh, Green Mountain will be a lot worse than last year. Oh, that's good. a lot worse. That's not good. 
I know, but it's just, I, they will be. Okay. They lost nine seniors, but new, they have a new coach. Uh, coach Buffum, who was uh, Terry Farrell's assistant, takes over, and uh, he promises one thing: we'll never get outworked. We might get beat by more talented team, but we'll never get beat because we got outworked. And he's a very he's a disciple of a, you know, I, I thought of him when you mentioned Jake Eaton. He's a disciple of never getting outworked, and he, even though he's a new coach, he's a, he's a very uh, key figure down there in the summer AAU program in the Chester Townsend area, and uh, knows the kids really well, and uh, I think he put a good product on the floor. He just he lost nine seniors. <laughs> yeah. What can you say? It'll take time. Yeah. You know, it's it's always interesting to watch a team come up from the ranks like yep. that. You know, particularly when they're all young. I mean. Yep. It's, yeah, you know, and so. you asked about Pulteney. Uh, you know, they, they've got Grace Hayes, Todd Hayes, the coach's uh, daughter back. Uh, they've got uh, uh, Hannah Welch. Uh, a lot of good young players that were young last year have another year out of their belt. What's realistic? Maybe six wins, which would be doubling the three they got last mm -hmm. year. I think they'll be better. Yeah. Black River? Long, long year, long year. Uh, you know, the the back of their warm-up jerseys are going to say one last ride. Last year for the school, they're going to play hard. They're gonna they're gonna give it their all, but uh, I, I you know they just uh, and 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 Howie Powell, the coach, knows it. He says uh, we're going to try to stay positive. And, uh, you know, if they win a couple games, I, I think that, that's a realistic goal, and that would be a good thing. Okay, well, if nothing else, they'll get them in shape for softball season. Right. They have at least a softball right. season to go with. with and you players. asked about Mill River. Of course I did. Adam and I were over there talking to uh, the new coach, Brad Rideout. And, uh, by the way, he is a – Adam will tell you, he's a very uh, staunch advocate for the shot clock in high school basketball. Of course, he's coming from college. Yeah. He was the Green Mountain College uh, women's coach last year. Uh, you know, he's got, they were 2-18. and 18, And I, I think they'll do better. Uh, they've got Molly Brusso, granddaughter of the legendary coach, Shirley Brusso. Um, I think they've got some other pieces. And uh, he's been impressed with their work ethic, and uh, I, you know, there's nowhere to go but up. Two and eighteen wasn't that long ago. They were up in Barry, so yeah, uh, you know, it we'll wasn't. See. It wasn't that long ago. No, so it's another thing. The thing about Brad, he's a good, he's a good basketball man. Yeah, you know, and he yep. can build a program down there. Yep, I think he will. Yeah, I think he's excited to be there, and uh, looking forward to seeing what they can do. Okay, all right. Brings us down to hockey, Adam, and hockey. Adam's got the hockey report here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, both. I think both teams should be um, pretty strong and look to take a step forward this year. I mean, I was at the boys, uh, their own boys um, scrimmage last Wednesday against uh, Woodstock. They got down a few goals, but they were able to come back and uh, and even up the score before um, before Woodstock put a few on them late. But I mean, I think Rutland. Uh, they've had a few down seasons, but I think they could be. Um, could be a team that could take a step forward this year. I mean, they have 
plenty of talent coming back. They did lose a few key pieces, but I mean, I think at all at all positions they do have um, a bunch of talent coming back. You know, their goalie rotation of uh, Augie Loris and uh, McGuire Baker, they both looked great um, on uh, last Wednesday. So I think they could be. Um, I mean, it kind of all starts with if you have a good goaltender, you can kind of you can be a dangerous team in, in hockey. Um, and uh, I think Rowland does have that. Um, they do have some strong scoring punch coming back uh, in, uh, in uh, Ryan Meelan, uh, Eric Brewer, uh, a couple other guys like um, such as them. Uh, so I think they should be a pretty decent team. Um, hopefully, they would take a step forward from their. Uh, the, I think they had five or so wins last year. Right. Um, the Rutland girls, I mean, and also the Rutland boys, they have a new coach this year. Um, Mike Anderson, he was the assistant on, uh, the Rutland boys team for a handful of years here. Um, so he'll be taking over the head role. Um, he seems like he's coaching them up well. He was talking about how important it's gonna be for them to be the hardest working team because they're not going to outsize a lot of teams, uh, uh, on the ice there. So I mean, it'll be really important for them to kind of be able to have their fundamentals down and be, uh, being able to outwork teams. Um, and then uh, I was able to catch some of the Rutland girls practice um, last night. And, um, yeah, I think they'll be another really strong team. I mean, they're a team that's been uh, – they've, they've made it far in the playoffs uh, m- multiple years. I mean, yeah, before – Yeah, past three, four, yeah, years, yeah. Past three, four years before last year. They got knocked out in the first round last year. But before that, they had, uh, like, a couple trips to the state semifinals. They won a state championship a few years ago, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so – they have plenty of talent coming back. I mean, last year they had a really large freshman class who um, who got a lot of – they were thrown into the fire and got a lot of experience. I think that's going to be really um, beneficial for them as they kind of take on a larger role in this team, you know, especially on the defensive end. Uh, you had uh, Ella Lokes, who was a sophomore last year, and you had um, – and uh, oh, Abigail uh, Studley, who was uh, a freshman last year, those girls had kind of thrown into the fire last year and had to really uh, step up and uh, take on those those tougher uh, upperclassmen laden teams. And I think that's really really going to only help them this year as they head into the 2019 uh, season. Uh, and and their top two scorers are back, so I mean, I I could definitely see uh, them taking a step forward as well. You mentioned, uh, of course, you went up to Spartan Arena to yeah. see them. Speaking of Spartans, they had a goaltender who stood on his head, and they and they beat uh, the number two team in the country mm-hmm. in Norwich. So you mentioned the goaltender and uh, from Rutland, and you got a goaltender, good goaltender, and he's playing out of his mind some night. You probably beat anybody, right? For sure, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think both teams kind of have that. I mean, I the the girls have uh, uh, Emily Hathaway, who's been with the program multiple years. Um, and Kristen Pariseau, who was a uh, freshman last year and kind of really impressed uh, when she was um, when she got time last year. So, I mean, I, I think yeah, both both teams have a strong goaltending situation, and I think that's really it's really where it all starts with. I mean, if you're trying to have uh, success. Well, one thing that Rutland has had over the past well during this run, it's it's been. Uh, Something that's happened to them is they seem to have a very broad uh, array of, of freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Quite a mix there, you know. And as people go out, 
are phased up. It's it's the next man up philosophy, and Rutland's been very very consistent over the past year, the past what four or five years, yeah. with that philosophy. So Dirk Stipers really got them on the right track, and the program is doing very well. You know, so uh, I don't doubt that they would be a contender again this year. Uh, they kind of duck in and out of that upper echelon that involves Middlebury and Essex at BFA on a yearly basis, and Rutland is in and out of that. We'll see if this year if they're able to get back to that position and be a Final Four team. And I, I really wouldn't doubt it. So. Right, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, the Rutland girls goalie, Kristen Parasol, was our Rutland Regional Medical Center Athlete of the Week at least once last year. Okay. Um, I think we pretty much covered all the ground. Anybody have anything they want to say besides being extremely excited about it and having a popcorn machine right next to you at uh, – at uh, the practice gym <laughs> well, as yeah, you go to right. the, uh, the 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 uh, Bob A. Tom, anything like that? No, I just no? think uh, I think that's going to be a great tournament, a great way to kick it off. It comes early uh, to get a head start on most other teams uh, Thursday night, and uh, I'm looking forward to being in the Almo Bajani Gymnasium for the Bob Abrahamson tournament. Two great guys. Almo Bajani and Bob A. And one of them is still with us. And as Bob A. says, the reason I show up every year is to let the people know it's not a memorial tournament. <laughs> okay. Well, it certainly isn't. Thank goodness. And that's one of the early things that goes on this week. Uh, Rutland boys and girls in hockey both open on Wednesday. Uh, one team that I did not mention in the boys roundup, ha, Rutland High School. How about that, huh? They open on Saturday, and they're going to be playing the uh, the North South, and they're going to be uh, up against CVU. It's going to be an interesting uh, interesting year. Isn't for Isn't CVU High a new entry in that? No. Or, oh, oh they not. Oh, the, oh, yes. So that uh, the, the North South. Yes, Spalding has dropped out. Spalding, so now right? CVU Spalding is, in is down in two, I think. Spalding is down in two, and I've heard good things about Spalding boys basketball in Division Two. People oh, are talking them up a little bit here. Good. For Rutland, it's going to be interesting. You're going to see Rutland is is as in rebuilding mode, as you have seen them over the past seven years, they have almost nobody coming back this year. Uh, they have one starter returning, uh, just only three or four kids from the varsity last year. Rutland's going to have a lot of JV kids. They're going to play a lot of speed game this year to generate offense because they don't really have a big man inside. Right. Uh, they've got some good guards, uh, but uh, it's really going to be uh, up to them to, to spread the ball, work like, well, hard. And, uh, and, and spread it around and try to run and transition as much as they possibly can. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Ralton High School does this year. And we, I know, I've known for a long time that Mike Wood is a very good coach, and we're going to see, uh, see it in practice this year, how far he brings these kids along. Young group, uh, not many seniors on it. So I think that uh, Ralton's building a team for the future. New so. players? New, new house. New Everything's house. up to date and rolling. New house, and if you have, if you're not aware of it, the court at Saint at uh, College of Saint Joseph is ten feet longer than what you see at uh, at Rolling High School. So they'll be playing wow, on, really? on, a, on a Patrick Jim sized floor all year long. And by the looks of the repairs at Rolling High School, it will be their home all year long. Wow. So I hope that changes, but uh, right now that's the way it looks. So. Uh, well, that could be a good thing. It could be no, a good no. thing. Well, you know, tell no you what. Way, no, no better way to get used to Patrick than to play on a Patrick floor. Yeah, and run on a Patrick floor. And yeah. if you don't run for Woody's team, you sit. So uh, yeah. I think that that's going to be something you're going to be watching a lot of this year. Scrappy team. Uh, uh, 
really not a lot. They're going to be looking for scoring because they don't have much coming back. And uh, it'll be exciting to see how this team finds its own identity. So that's 5 o'clock at CSJ on Saturday night. Uh, the North-South is going all day long that day. The Rutland girls will play at 7. Lots of games over Friday, Saturday. So, you know, go on out, watch something, uh, compare, uh, listen to what we said today, and, and you can call back next week and listen to those guys and know what they're talking about. At least that for that guy doesn't anyway. Good thing we got rid of him. That's what it's all about. So, anyway, so, okay, so I'm Bob Fredette for Tom Haley, Adam McCoyne. George Nostrin, our engineer, whose father, whose grandfather invented the podcast. Um, we want to thank you for joining us here. Come on back next week. We'll uh, update a little bit more because by that time, Adam O'Coin will have some wrestling information on uh, the, the, the county wrestling teams uh, in the area and uh, Springfield as well. And uh, we'll just keep updating you. And But the season is here. Go on oh, the out otters, and enjoy right? it. The Otters wrestle. The Otters wrestle. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll cover that next week, Tom. I, yeah. prom- I promise. <laughs> I promise. So, thanks for joining us for Inside Pitch. We'll see you soon. You're listening to Inside Pitch. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together.